podcast. The podcast to inspire, empower and support creatives, coaches and other free spirits out to turn their passion into a business. Tune in to hear about a way to build your business that's fun, creative and way faster and more effective than following somebody else's proven success formula. Listen to ordinary people like you and me share the story of creating their passion business and you'll see it's possible for you too. I'm Anke Herman, business coach and mentor, lifelong creator and online tech-loving geek and I'm your host. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review on iTunes and share so that more people can find it. Today my guest is Tabitha Page Pedrosa. She's a web designer and she helps her clients finally get over website chain. She helps them step out into the online world with confidence. Now what's beautiful about Tabitha's story is how it illustrates that building a business is never a straight path from A to B. Enjoy. So welcome Tabitha Pedrosa. Lovely to have you here. Hi, I'm I'm excited to be here, really. Um, I'm looking forward to, you know, being a guest on your podcast. Well, thank you. It's fabulous. So tell our listeners a little bit about you, who you are, where you live, and what your business is. Um, okay, well, I am from Indiana, and um, really, I, I'm a web designer for female entrepreneurs. Um, but you know, I'm really more than just that because I, I do offer, um, graphic design and, um, business support as well. Um, so my like ideal client is somebody that's really looking to start working from home, whether that's just working from home or, you know, with their business, but to help them design something that they're confident, you know, in showing off, um, because I know that when I first started that, you know, working from home, I was really struggling with that piece and putting things together and, you know, knowing what, what needed and how to make that, you know, portray for, or the, the look and feel that I wanted to portray. So I want to help women, you know, accomplish that and bring their vision to life so they can showcase their products and services um, with confidence. Yeah, website shame, don't we know it all? <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. That's so, so needed. So how did you get into that? How did you get started? What made you start your own business in the first place? Uh, well, honestly, I never wanted to start a business. Um, <laughs> and I just literally wanted to work from home. So when I was um, pregnant with my third child, I started looking for, you know, work at home opportunities and really had no idea what I was getting myself into. Mm -hmm. um, I ended up just doing a lot of research and landed on Odesk, which is now Upwork, yeah. and yeah. just really started just filling out random applications for things that I knew that I could do. Um, and coming from a, you know, waitressing server background and not really having like a whole lot of office experience or anything, but, um, going off of like the things that I enjoyed while taking 101 classes in college, um, 
I wanted to do like office related things. So I ended up finding um, a data entry position that was a full-time work from home opportunity, which I was cool. And then with Odes or Upwork, there's a ton of categories to choose from as far as, you know, freelancing opportunities or work from home as a, you know, contractor or whatever. Um, and ended up learning about virtual assistants. And um, so I started applying more for those positions and ended up landing a client that was an online business manager. And she, you know, had started out as a virtual assistant and, and everything. So she pretty much taught me, you know, the, the back end of what it is to have like an online business um, working from home and doing, you know, the kind of things that I, the office work kind of things. Um, and she also was the one that inspired me to really go out and get rid of the middleman, Mm. which is, you know, Odess Upwork. Um, and, you know, try to get clients on my own. So I'm not paying for somebody else to be that person in the middle. Um, and again, I really didn't have like an, a plan to start a business. I just was finding clients on my own um, with her being like my first one. Um, and then, um, you know, after working with her for a while and learning more about the virtual assistant, you know, kind of thing, then I was like, okay. Oh, okay, let's, why not? Let's just, you know, make this as like um, a business and ended up doing the same online business management course that she did. So I did become a certified online business manager. Um, but then, so that was like all back in, in the, between the years of 2014 and 2016. Um, and then really just started diving into more of the business side. So let's make a business out of this. And then like most, maybe not most, but like a lot of us out there that are just getting started, get in over our heads with shiny object syndrome, or, you know, you have to do this and you have to do that and follow these rules. And if you're not, then, you know, everything's wrong. And <laughs> um, so I fell into that trap and was like, okay, maybe this isn't for me. Um, cause I'm just not getting to where these people say that I need to be or whatever. And, um, then I ended up going through a divorce. So I, you know, thought that I needed to do something more secure and get a corporate job. Um, so I was, you know, have a solid 40 hour work week or whatnot to support my family. Um, so I did that. I just walked away from the whole work from home slash business side of thing. Um, and thought that I was getting, you know, a secure corporate job that was going to last forever, <laughs> which didn't. Um, yep. I did that for about a year and a half doing a sales and manage or not management sales and a, um, marketing and sales associate position. So I did a lot of the same things that I was doing from home just with a business. Um, as an employee. And then when that position was terminated, um, yeah, I was like, okay, so, you know, now what do I want to do? Do I want to work from home again? Or do I find, you know, another, um, you know, office job or something? So I was applying for anything and everything. Um, and then my 
my mom and my boyfriend, my boyfriend now was like, well, if you want to work from home, then why not, you know, try the business thing again? Or, you know, not maybe not the business thing, but freelancing again or whatever. And so it just dawned on me. I was like, you know, I can do the business. I was, you know, part-time doing it the last time. So I was like, went at this with a whole different mindset, um, you know, shifting from the employee mindset to the entrepreneurial mindset. And really just focused on doing things my way, doing the things that, and you know, that I enjoyed doing rather than all of the, all of the things um, and focusing more on the tasks that I enjoyed doing, um, which is more of the techie side of things and not so much of the admin side of things. And it really just was like, if I don't want a newsletter, then I'm not going to do a newsletter. If I don't want a blog, I'm not going to do a blog. I just went with inspired action. Yeah. Um, and really focused on getting really good at what inspired me. Um, and just from focusing on the tech side of thing, I just kind of took that and narrowed it down even more to the things that I really enjoy doing um, and things that I could do all day, every day. And that led me to shift my focus from um, business support to web design because um, that's my absolute favorite thing um so probably about six months into after starting in april of last year um i rebranded to being a web designer that also provides the business support so i just switched it um so that's pretty much where i'm at now um i still find it a struggle you know with the mindset shift um but no longer suffering from the shiny object syndrome or, you know, making people think that I'm doing something wrong because, um, you know, my goal isn't to make 10 grand a month or, you know, six figures a year. It's still just wanting, (laughs) just wanting the freedom and the flexibility from working from home, but still having a successful business as to what, you know, success means to me. So that means something different for everybody. That's so true. I love that story because it illustrates illustrates so many, so many things. Something that really jumped out at me that I've seen in my own business and business transitions and in my partner's business, everybody I've ever spoken to and worked with is that what you set out with initially is pretty much never what you end up doing. And, and that's okay. And I think it's, it's that creative process that you probably needed to go through these early years to even be able to then say, hang on a second, what is it that I actually really want? To, to be able to drill down, to focus, to, to sort of hone into that particular thing, you now know, oh, this is what I want to do every day, all day. Like you couldn't know that when you first start. Right. Yeah, I think a lot of it too has to do with the fact like, okay, I can do a lot of the office admin and all of that fun stuff. Well, not so fun stuff, but, um, and that, that gets you started. That gets you a starting point. And then from there, you know, you can take on, you know, other taxes. I mean, if you've never done a website before, 
you don't know if you, you know, do or don't like it kind of thing. But um, if you, you know, go out there with the things that you do know how to do, you can slowly learn these things and start offering those. And then if you end up loving web design yeah. and once you get, yeah. you know, your feet wet and you learn the, the ropes and everything, then you can slowly add that service in or transition. Um, but I definitely think, you know, going with your skill set now, you can, you know, be successful at that. And then, like you said, just transition into anything. You can transform whenever, all the time. Exactly. And the, I think what you said is exactly the key to it all is to take the first step, like do something with what you've got, because otherwise the other opportunities will never even open up for you. Right. If you think about it, if without the virtual assistant stuff, without the office support, without the, you know, without all the things you, you did, without all the different things you tried on Upwork, it would have never occurred to you. You couldn't have gone out to think, oh, I want to be this real, you know, this web designer with this very particular niche that I'm serving. Like you can't mm -hmm. start out with that. That's something that evolves. And, and even... I'd say even, even the shiny object syndrome is as you did it for a while. You know, if you get stuck there, then you have a problem. Then you're like, like a mm -hmm. hamster and you just run around from one thing to another. But I always think it's the, it's that exploration phase. Yes. Because also you need to know and try out stuff and poke around and play around with things. And especially, you know, as, as techies, we, we love that sort of stuff. You know, you try out here and you, you need to try out a hundred things to know which ones are good and which ones you like and which ones you don't and why. So I think it's just right. such a... I agree. Yeah, it, it, because it's totally contrary to what we're normally taught. You know, and I love how, how you said that there was this moment, there's this, this time where you thought you weren't measuring up to whatever was put out there as like, this is what you're supposed to have achieved by now. I, I hear that a lot, you know, that people come and think, you know, this isn't going well because according to what I've been hearing, I should be here right now. And, and, and there aren't, you know, and it takes that level of awareness of consciousness to say, well, actually, you know, <laughs> I don't want to make 10,000 if I can't find, but that's not, you know, like that's not what defines success for me. And I think it does take a couple of iterations to get to where you are now. Right. And I, it does, it's a, you know, this, this whole journey is a, a major learning experience about yourself. Um, oh, absolutely. Because like, like we, like we said, you know, you start here at a starting point and then you really end up learning the different things that you just, you love to do. And you don't have to offer the things that you don't like to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, you, you learn that about yourself. Like I would have never thought that I would, you know, be the one out here to say, what, what do I do? I connect the dots and make things pretty. Yeah. Why? Because I like putting the puzzles together and, you know, integrating things and making sure it all works, you know, like the puzzle or whatever. <clears throat> Whereas, you know, when I started, I was doing the admin side of things and managing calendars and schedules and, I don't offer that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, so for, for us creative souls, it's a bit of a struggle that kind of, you know, mm -hmm. making things tick over. And um, actually, 
I'd love to come back to what you said before that for that at that moment when you sort of dumped the upwork. How? Because I think a lot of a lot of people and a lot of like coaching colleagues, there's always this like, okay, where do I I get these clients from? Right. Mm-hmm. So so okay, if you have somebody like upwork in the middle there, now when you were ready to sort of let go of them. Now you're on your own. Where do you get your clients from? Um, for a while, I I had like I didn't like just flip and get rid of everybody on you know mm. the up or whatnot. Um, but I from just having that one virtual assistant or yeah the client. Um, and I just really started. I learned from her, and she was you know introduced me to like a bunch of different Facebook groups. Um, and so I really just started focusing on finding Facebook groups that, you know, um, were aligned with me, um, and like my mission per se. Um, or, you know, I, and then I joined a lot of virtual assistant groups that were either jobs that were posted or, um, you know, tips and tricks or anything like that. And so the people that are in those groups are either hiring or, you know, they're, they're saying, Hey, so-and-so's hiring. Um, it is a long, you know, I don't want to say it's a long battle, but you know, it, there's a lot of competition out there. Um, so it can be overwhelming and it can be, um, I'm trying to think of the word. Um, I, I can't think of the word, but anyways, it's like, you know, a huge hit on your confidence when, you know, you don't land the position or whatever. But there's also an abundance of people out there that, you know, do need whatever it is that you're offering. Um, so anyway, the majority of my clients do come from Facebook groups. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then that, you know, and that comes into play too with the, the shiny object syndrome. I mean, a lot of the people that you sign up for something, you know, they have a Facebook group. And, you know, and then you can promote yourself in some of these Facebook groups. And again, people post, you know, that they're looking for somebody. Um, so that's really where I, I, so instead of using, oh, you know, Upwork as my middleman, I kind of used Facebook, but you yeah. don't have to, you know, there's no pay cut out of that. Um, so pretty much that was what I did shift wise instead of, but then I also did still use Upwork until, you know, I was completely, I don't want to say completely booked with other clients, but, um, just until, you know, I felt ready to, they don't really need this or those contracts ended and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Because it's, I think, I guess we are lucky with social media. You know, there's always that thing, you know, we think, well, you don't want to rely on it because a couple of weeks ago when all of a sudden like Facebook played up for a day, it was like, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, something to think about that, um, yeah, but um, it's definitely opened up a whole a whole world. I wouldn't tell anybody not to check out Upwork. I do know that since I did it a few years ago, it's harder, I guess, to like get your portfolio going and your, your profile and all of that stuff, um, just because there's so many. But if you're enjoying the episode so far, don't forget to subscribe. And if you're unsure, What's the next step in your business or project? 
or if you're just curious to see what a conversation with a coach could do for your project or your business, I've got a couple of spots available next week for my business building roadmap sessions. Go to ankerherman.com forward slash business building roadmap to check it out and see if it's for you. Back to the episode. If you can get on there and start playing around and applying, um, I definitely recommend it. Um, even if, you know, or, and do both, um, just so you're, you know, you're in multiple places and stuff like that. Cause I do think that it's a great place for, you know, entry level people or whatever to, you know, get their feet wet. Um, yeah. And it's, sure. and it's the same everywhere you go as far as competition wise. So, yeah. So, so what's the, when people come to you, so what's, what's their biggest thing? What's their biggest problem? A lot of the time that people come to me is because they are suffering from website shame. Hmm. Um, <laughs> and that comes in a couple different ways. One where, you know, they've spent so much time trying to figure out their website, going back and forth from, you know, YouTube videos to um, tutorials, you know, documentation or whatever, and, you know, back and forth, back and forth, trying to, you know, um, accomplish whatever it is that they're trying to do. Um, and they just can't get it. Like, it's taken so long, and their website's just not looking the way that it's supposed to. Um, so they have, like, a half-done crappy website or um they've thrown something up and it's just not very polished and professional looking so they're too embarrassed to even tell anybody that they have a website um (laughs) so i've had you know a recent client come to me and she's like you know i threw something up just to have something and she's like but i've never sent anybody to it because it just doesn't scream me um you know, she, so she was ashamed of her website. And, and, you know, when you look at it, you know, might not be the most professional thing. And it's not, um, it, it's not, you know, properly branded, if you would say, to like her mission and her core values and stuff like that, that really screams like, hey, work with me because I do X, Y, Z. Um, and, you know, I want to, you know, transform your life. Um so really it's a lot of those that are suffering from that problem to those that are, you know, just getting started and they don't even have a website at all and they have no desire to learn that side of things. Um, so again, the biggest problem is really the website shame and taking that and turning it into, you know, something that you are confident about and that you're excited to share. So you can really, you know, showcase your services um, with confidence, you know, so like my biggest transformation, I guess you could say is really bring in your vision to life. And I have to say that you can showcase your awesomeness with confidence. Um, I love love that that because it's, yeah, I, I think that's, it's such, I love it because it takes into account or really shows that it isn't, I think a lot of people will come and, and, there's the website shame and they, they sort of get scared of the tech stuff. Mm-hmm. 
But I find most of the time, people don't have a tech problem. It's usually like, well, you don't actually know what to put there. I think most of the time, the tech stuff, like, okay, now how to make it pretty, that's one thing. And I love how you, how you look at that as, um, okay, how can we bring your mission to life rather than let's create a few pages with some pictures and some buttons? I think that's right. really what, what I can hear where it's like, oh, God, that's like screams relief, you know, for somebody mm-hmm. who, who Definitely. you know, because... There are lots of geeks out there and it's about, okay, you know, they throw tech jargon at people and, and then they feel even more lost. And to find somebody who, who understands and captures their whole vision and then translate that and then does the tech stuff, I think that is a spectacular offer. So we've got very lucky clients. So what... Um. <laughs> Just to add on to that, sorry, yes. I mean to cut yeah, you off. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I have people too that are like, I can do the tech side of things, and so that's not a problem. But they can't get the design out there. They just they don't have that creative design, you know, part that really throws it all together. But they can go in there and and you know put the page together. But like you said, you know, properly laying it down, laying it out, and you know, whether that's the graphic design side of it or whatever, you know, making sure that everything really just ties together. Anyways, just wanted yeah. to throw that part. No, that's, it's a very, you know, yeah, very valid point because it's, it's because there's several elements. There's the, the content bit. Okay. What is your mission? You know, I guess a lot of people think they have a website problem when in essence, they're not quite sure yet what they're offering to whom, you know, then there's the, the, the design part you know, and then there's the tech part to get to put it all together and to have somebody who is actually talented and skilled in all three of them. Like that's worth gold. Right. So, so, so yeah, I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so what, where are you headed? What's next? What are you working on right now? What's next is actually some courses. Um, I know that there's a lot of people out there that, um, they do want to learn how to do it themselves, um, you know, and they don't necessarily want to hire a designer right here, right now. Um, so I wanted to create a do-it-yourself um, WordPress course. So I am getting ready to launch that um, actually next week. And um, it's called WordPress for Newbies. And it basically just walks you through the steps of, you know, creating um, you know, once you purchase your hosting and domain to, you know, creating your pages and so basically so you can know how to create a website yourself, um, you know, just so you can get started. Um, because I know a lot of people have a fear of, you know, really investing in a designer. So for a fraction of the cost, I would love to teach people. Um, and then I'm going to create another course that's all about branding. So you can, you know, do it yourself branding and do it yourself, you know, that creation. Um, so that's what's coming up for me. Um, and I'm super excited and nervous, but, um, I think it's going to be great. Um, cause you know, on top of, you know, doing the work myself, I love teaching people, um, and really, you know, giving them that breakthrough aha moment. Like, you know, it's just 
the greatest feeling. That makes so much sense, especially when you think of people just starting out. You know, when mm -hmm. the whole, even what am I doing, what am I offering to whom is still in this really liquid state when you're really kind of constantly sort of changing tack every, every couple of months, you know, I think that might be just the right thing to say, well, you're not all on your own and you don't, you're not ready to hire somebody to give this hybrid solution. You know, you can do it on your own, but with guidance, that seems that is, that makes so much sense and i think you're actually training your clients you know i think somebody who's gone through that and has a bit of an idea of what's involved if and when they're ready to hire you i think they'll make really pretty good clients right exactly so like my ultimate goal is really just to give them you know that head start to where they're not like oh my god what do i even do um but yeah to hold their hand through the process and then when they are ready to you know take whatever they've started and really just, um, you know, put something out there that is, you know, amazing and not to say that whatever they do is not going to be amazing, but, um, I just know that there's a lot of people out there and, you know, and I was one of them that we're just do it ourselves, you know? Um, but I really think that it'll be beneficial for people to have the guidance along the way. So it's not a bunch of, um, I don't want to say failure, but a bunch of redoing and, and all yeah, of that. Stuff. A lot of experimenting. Yeah. And experimenting takes a lot of time, you know, just exactly. to, and there's so much information out there, especially with, with WordPress and all the, and then there's plugins and this, and then there's so many different approaches and, and it can get overwhelming. And so to basically right. filter out to say, well, okay, this is what you've got to do. And you don't have to worry about all the other things. So, so in the, in the course, is this going to be like a pure online course or will there be like an option where you guide them where there's some sort of um, right now implementation? Right now, it's really an online self-paced course. Mm -hmm. um, there's no rush for it. Um, I will have a private Facebook group for extra support um, for, you know, anybody that has questions or wants feedback or things like that. Um, and then there will be two support calls um, to talk about, you know, you know we can uh, share screens. I can, you know, any tech barriers that come up um, or anything like that. You have the two support calls throughout the course. Um, but I think the Facebook group is going to be, you know, the biggest part of the support. Just so you, you know, you always have somebody there that's going to, you know, answer your questions or, you know, you maybe even walk you through something, um, you know, so, and you're never alone. So anybody that takes the course, you know, will be there as well. So, um, so yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Um, and at the moment, um, you know, I'm, since I'm, since it's a brand new course, you know, I'm still looking for, you know, a handful of, um, beta testers, beta test, whatever that word is, um, some people to test out the site for feedback. Oh. Um, so where, where can people go to, to become a beta tester and then later on to enroll to the course and to find more about you? And um, It's funny. I know that the course is being... Huh? Sorry? And to basically get closer into your world. Where would they go? Um, well, everybody can go to my website. That's probably the easiest and you know, most effective way to learn more about me and what I offer. And that is 
um, it's www.tabithapedrosa.com. Um, and I'm trying to think the way that the course is, is not currently hosted on my website. So I would have don't, to, don't, don't worry about that. We can put the links in the show notes. So that's, that's, that's no problem. So we don't, we want to make sure that people can find that easily and we'll just pop it in the show notes. Yes. Yeah, and the um, part of that to be the, the tester for the course is just to use the code presale. Okay. Um, so it's, as long as we have that listed in the show notes too, then people will be able to just use that. Um, and it does give you 50% um, off of the course right now. Um, so yeah. That's, that's wonderful, congratulations. And that, that sounds, I'm, I get excited. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a website geek myself, so this is really fantastic. And um, I can immediately think of people who, who, who would be interested in that. So yeah, that sounds really fantastic. Well, thanks awesome. so much to, thanks so much for coming and sharing your amazing story. And I think it's really inspiring because it shows people that it's possible, you know, and that you don't have to have everything figured out when you first start, that you have to start moving. And you've done that in an amazing way. So thanks so much for being here and sharing your fabulous work with us. You're welcome. It was fun. Um, and, and yeah, like, Anybody can, you know, do this. Um, but yeah, it's all about taking action, but more importantly, the inspired action. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like what I tell anybody that's, you know, just getting started or whatever is just to do you. Um, and if your goal is to make one grand a month, that's awesome. If you want to charge $15 an hour, awesome if you want to charge sixty dollars an hour and your goal is you know ten grand a month awesome just do what your whatever it is inspiring to you and to really just focus on what success means to you don't worry about what other people out there are saying because that's what you know everything means to them um so really just focus on what you want and what you want to do and how you want to do it that's such a wonderful piece of wisdom to leave people with. I love it. Well, thanks so much. And um, I'll hope to talk to you again in six months and see where you're up to. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yes, totally. Well, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Passion Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss the next one.